The opinions expressed on this program are those of the host or guest and should not be interpreted as statement of fact. Independent fact-checking and corrections are encouraged. Go get a cup of coffee in here, please. You've got a dog that needs walking. That's right, sunshine. Just put on a big pot of strong coffee and get ready to type your little hate mail with your opinions about kumbaya and flat earth insanity. Stand-up comedy? You want stand-up comedy? Well, we got, well, we've got sit-down comedy. It's time for Coffee with the Dog. You make me laugh. Uh, uh, uh-huh. Yes, that's right. I make you laugh at me. Not really. There's nothing going on. The band. The band is going on. Rocky, Rocky, room, room, room. Oh, and good morning, my friends. It is Monday. Ugh, Monday. Um, the last day of the longest month in the history of months. Uh, it is July 31st, 2023. Uh, July has been an incredibly long month. It seems like uh, my whole life has been this July. Anyway, I hope you're having a great day. A good Good morning wherever you are. It is Monday, and that means I am shot. I didn't sleep much. Had a very um, busy weekend gigging. I have no guests today. Why am I even doing a show? Your guess is as good as mine. Because it's Monday. That's why. I have a show tomorrow with G.D. Fenderson, who is a comedian, forensic humorist, and then uh, J.J. Carell, who is a former Border Patrol agent who has written a book about um, what's really going on with the immigration, how America screwed up its immigration policy, all that kind of stuff. I have a feeling that guy uh, <laughs> is going to be very hard-ass right-wing um, white guy. I know he's a white guy. Uh, but we'll see. I don't want, I'm trying not to presume too much or uh, assume too much. But I think, listen, the guy's been on Fox News to ver- validate their claims and stuff. He's a right winger. There's no no claim, no doubt about it. So, um, and his idea on immigration policy, listen, my ideas on immigration policy are not right or left. Uh, they are, I think, unique and my own. I have never heard anybody else uh, with the kind of immigration ideas and how to reform immigration 
than I have. I've, I'm not parroting anybody else's ideas like a lot of people do. I have my own absolute, well thought out, not necessarily, uh, you don't have to agree with them, but they are well thought out uh, opinions on how to fix the immigration problem and a unique perspective on the people who think um, they know what's going on. And we'll talk about judgment and all that kind of stuff because, listen, I understand if you're a Border Patrol agent, and you, you don't know who the bad guys and the good guys are. You assume everybody's a bad guy. That's the way it is. Um, but I also know I have uh, in the past <laughs> had some trouble getting across back into the United States uh, because of my skin color. Because uh, when I was in my youth, very brown skin, Tan, very dark tan all the time. It was the middle of summer. And I know that skin color matters. If you're a lily white guy, I mean, br white bread as can be, trying to come across the border, you're going to get less resistance than a brown person. Now, is that fair? Absolutely not. But I guarantee it, it is... And it's not necessarily conscious. It's not something where uh, the border patrols are out consciously saying let's grab the brown guys let the white guy go um but it's there it's it's definitely part of human nature and um so we'll talk to him about it maybe i'm all wrong about this maybe i'm prejudging the guy all wrong and if i am fuck me i'm a bad guy i'm a i'm a prejudiced guy then i'm i'm prejudiced against the border patrol agent former border patrol agent but uh i bet you I bet you uh, something. I don't know. We'll figure out what I'm betting you. That his um, ideas are going to be very hard-ass white, uh, white bread conservative, uh, old school, and not necessarily his own. Even though he's written a book, probably stuff that has come down through the pike. Now um, we're hearing everything is a psyop. This everything is a psyop these days. We heard last week uh, in Congress, three former intelligence agents claim they had craft, non-Earth, off-Earth craft that were recovered. Now, they didn't say if they were shot down, they crashed, or, or whatever, but more than one craft, and they used the term non-Earth or off-Earth of vehicles. Uh, craft or what not vehicles or craft ships i don't know what they uh but they didn't come right out and say it's from another planet but off earth what do you think it wasn't just made out in a vacuum of space uh and they also claim that they were non-human biologicals on it now they didn't say alien bodies Again, they are very careful to use language like non-human biologics. Now, what that that could be a single-celled uh, organism, non-human biologics. Remember when I don't know if you're old enough to remember in the 1980s, there was a rock uh, meteorite found in Antarctica that had uh, fossils of single-celled organisms. That's non-biologic. Uh, 
non-human biologics. That's what they could mean. Maybe not, but they're not being very clear about it. Still, two camps. You have your conspiracy theory people, your pro-alien people, the people who want to believe, who came out and said, oh, that's all you need. They said it in Congress. That's all the proof we need. That See, I told you so. And then you have the other camp of people who don't trust anything anywhere. And everything is a big conspiracy theory saying this is a PSYOP. Now, PSYOP for what? What is the goal behind the PSYOP? What are they? The claim is it's made to distract us from something. But distract us from what? There's so much going on anyway. There's no way you could be focused on anything in the news anyway. Everything is scattered and made, already made to distract you. And we know that people aren't fucking doing deep dives on anything. They're letting cable news dictate what they think about everything anyway. Nobody or very few people actually do their homework on any of this shit. So why why would they even need a PSYOP? And that's a lot, far way to go to just create this idea that uh, we have and and use terms like non-human biologics. Now you know, or you would, would assume, and you'd be wrong, that the people in Congress questioning you would say, follow up and say, okay, where are these non-bio- non-human biologics located? Where are these crafts located? Where can we go look at them? Where can we verify this? Have you brought any samples with you yet today? That would be the normal way to approach a questioning of a witness who claims, listen, if you go go to the police uh, station today and tell them, uh, just come up with some really outrageous story. You saw an alien. <laughs> you don't think they're going to question you uh, about that it, a little bit deeper than, okay, you got a craft. Oh, you got, you, you got non-human biologics. That's fine. Let's move on. Next, my time is up. And then the same questions again and the same answers again, and nobody's asking for proof. I would think they'd ask for proof, but that's not happening. So that feeds the PSYOP people. So you have two camps of people who say, see, that proves everything. Well, you actually have three camps. People who say, see, that proves everything. Three assholes we'd never heard of before. Talking heads we never saw before. Names that mean nothing to us said it was real in Congress, so it must be real. You have that camp. Then you have the people who just don't give a shit. I don't give a fuck. Who cares about aliens? And then you have the other people who say, well, this is all government. Why now? They're covering something up. It's a big distraction. It's a conspiracy. And nobody who is just calmly saying, okay, that's your claim. Where's the proof? That's what we need. We need people with who who think like scientists and think like, you know, calmly say, okay, this is the claim that's being made. Uh, uh, extraordinary claims re- require evidence. Let's see the evidence. No, that's not part of the process. So um, that's one of the things that's going on. And then we're still on the idea that January 6th was a PSYOP, that uh, there were government intelligence uh, agents behind January 6th. And I'm going to tell you why that is the stupidest fucking conspiracy theory ever. Donald Trump 
started claiming he would not accept an election that didn't have him the winner in 2015 before he even got the nomination for the Republican Party. He was announcing and he was not, he was calling things a steal at that point before the first uh, election, uh, election he was part of. He said that throughout his campaign in the first election. He said it in the second election. And then when the polls started showing Biden ahead eight months before everybody associated with Trump world, I'm talking Roger Stone, Steve Bannon, Trump himself, uh, all those people, all of them, Alex Jones, Ali Alexander, all started saying, we're going to stop the steal. They're going to steal the election. They were saying that in July of 2020, months and months before the election. Steve Bannon came out weeks before and said that Trump was going to claim he won no matter what and tell people to stop counting votes. They said that. Did the CIA or the FBI intelligence people put those words in their mouths? Did the CIA or the FBI intelligence people make all those people show up on January 6th or, or to all the rallies? And to go to the Capitol because the rallies weren't held at the Capitol. No, Trump told them to go to the Capitol. Did the CIA or FBI put those words in, in Trump's mouth? And here's the thing with both of these kind of PSYOP things, these theories. You have to believe the people behind it are so smart to be able to pull this stuff, genius to pull this crap off but also stupid enough to get caught by the likes of somebody like Joe Rogan or stupid enough to invest in a guy like Ray Epps as their key point man on, on the whole thing. It doesn't make any sense no matter how you look at it. You have to be one of the stupidest people on the planet, and Joe Rogan is, and he's one of the guys still fucking pushing this. Uh, it was a, an intelligence community operation. It was an intelligent, the Proud Boys were led there by Ali Alexander. They got rooms by Trump's PACs. They got, you know, they put up with hotel rooms by the, the PACs. The Proud Boys, the Oath Keepers, all of the uh, Army of God, all these fucking militia groups, all tricked into being there. Tricked. That's the only way, if if it's a government operation and, and, <laughs> And the intelligence community is behind it. The intelligence community had to be responsible for getting them there in the first place and getting them to rile each other up. And then you have Alex Jones and Ali Alexander inside the Capitol on tape, videotape, talking about how they planned this whole thing and it's going to fall apart because they don't know who's in charge anymore. So don't give me this fucking nonsense about. Uh, intelligence operation and, you know, uh, all these people being part of uh, a bigger scheme to trick your people into showing up and, and having a, a violent, uh, it wasn't a protest, it was a violent attempt at a takeover. Let's, let's, call it what it is and be real about it now if again if you think your guy's supposed to be playing for 4d chess right your guy is supposed to be the deal maker the the brilliant one 
but he got tricked, <laughs> tricked on a major level into being set, being set up this way. How fucking stupid would you have to be to be president of the United States and get tricked? Whoa, what the hell was that? Did you hear that? I don't know. I heard it. Did you hear it? Very weird stuff. Um, uh-oh, they're after me. Maybe I, maybe I ought to run. I don't know if you heard that. Very, um, very suspicious sound there. Uh, maybe they're after me. Maybe they're coming to get me. Anyway, you'd have to be pretty dumb to be tricked into getting yourself set up that way. To, and again, remember, if it weren't for um, the people that have turned, we wouldn't know most of the stuff about this stuff. But people like Cassidy Hutchinson, Mark Meadows uh, was forced into turn. Rudy Giuliani is now given states evidence. All these people have given states evidence that they knew it was a lie right from the beginning. That Trump made up this lie and they were all fucking going with it till the end, no matter what it cost any of them. So, you know, this whole fucking PSYOP shit. Suck my dick with that, okay? Let's see. Uh, let's get some. Let's look at some footage. From These people are tricked. Or maybe they're all fed, right? With the uh, patches on and. Yeah, they're all being tricked. They're all being tricked into being there. Our Oath Keepers, Proud Boys, Army of God. They're showing their faces. All being tricked. Hanging Gallo. All being tricked. tricked into doing it. All fools, admitting they're fools, that they fell for this big scam. There you go. Ah. Yep, they all look pretty tricky. Really? Look at this guy. They all got tripped into chanting Hang Mike Pence by the uh, intelligence community. Now, the other part of this is, if you're the intelligence community, how do you know that this is going to fail if you're setting them up with this stuff? There was a very slim chance uh, of it not succeeding. It only uh, didn't succeed because of lack of leadership once it got inside. As Ali Alexander was talking about with um, Alex Jones. Because they had no direction once they got in there and there was confusion. That's why it failed. If not for that, they would have probably got to Mike Pence. They would have definitely got to Nancy Pelosi and done some very bad things to those people. I'm not saying they would have hung Mike Pence, but it seemed like they would have at least beat him within an inch of his life, they definitely didn't think that the vote was going to be certified that day. 
Yeah, all trick. They all trick to bring. Make sure you bring your Confederate flags. Yeah. And don't worry if you're part of the intelligence community. If, if you get arrested that day, nobody will notice that you're part of the intelligence community. And we use the stupidest fucking people we can find to perpetuate this fucking scam. Trump is president, Christ is king. Well, obviously, I haven't lived in a monarchy because in a monarchy, <laughs> you don't need a king and a president. You get the king. All of this, all of it, is fake. Fake as can be, right? Anyway, that's uh, a little bit of what they want you to believe, which is all, everybody tricked. And how did they know it was going to happen? How did they know? They, not only did they put the words in everybody's mouth, but how did they know that people were going to go from Trump's rally to the Capitol? Trump told them to go. He, that wasn't planned. According to, the, he wasn't reading from script. He wasn't reading from a teleprompter. He was just winging it. All those guys, the Mo, Mo uh, books. Um, Roger Stone, all of them telling him to go down there and fight like hell. Not a psyop, folks. And if you believe it's a psyop, you really, really need to smack yourself in the head with a fucking hammer until the fucking blood just drains out of your head. Because you're not thinking clearly. You're, being, you're just buying anything. You're thinking with your heart and your dick, but not your brain. You're thinking of what you want, how you want the election to have gone instead of the reality of what it is. Remember, they knew it was a lie all along. We know that. Trump's chief of staff, Mark Meadows, you haven't heard a word from him. You want to know why you haven't heard a word from him in the last year? He's in witness protection. He was Trump's chief of staff. He will tell the jury in the courtroom when Trump is finally indicted on this January 6th stuff that Donald Trump knew, plain as day, he lost the election. There was no doubt about it. All the judges who, who threw the cases, 60-some-odd court cases, out as laughable, all Trump-appointed judges, all loyal Republicans. No, there's no, and they asked for evidence, and every time Rudy Giuliani said, we have no evidence, they threw it out. We have no evidence. We want time. To, how much time do you want? We want four years until the election, until we, oh, it's election time again. That's how much fucking time they wanted. But no, it's a psyop. We are lost in a fucking sea of conspiracy idiots. Uh, who are just, like, want to feel smart. They want to feel smart so that, God forbid, one of these uh, things comes true. They can say, see, I'm not stupid. I'm smart. I knew it. No, you're stupid. You're stupid for believing in conspiracy theories. You're a stupid person. You wouldn't have, that wouldn't be illuminated unless you participated 
in in trying to prove that you're not a stupid person by spreading conspiracy theories. Sorry, stupid. Go back, read a book. Go back and, and get the facts instead of watching. And remember, or if if you got your ideas about the insurrection from Sean Hannity, Tucker Carlson, and Laura Ingram on Fox News at night, they admitted they were lying. They admitted they knew it was all folk. Fake. Folk. Fake. They admitted in their tweets to each other and to management and their private messages, their private messages, uh, cell phone messages, they knew it was all fake. Why are we doing this? This is insane. I can't wait till this guy is gone. Those are the kind of messages they were sending each other. This didn't happen. We know it's not real. We're going to keep pushing this phony. Yeah. Thank God for the uh, Dominion lawsuit that exposed those text messages. But all of it, you've been fed a bunch of lies. And when are you going to come out of it? Well, uh, what's the guy's name? Uh, Tom Durst? Or is it Steve Durst? What, what was the name? Um, he He's a uh, is affiliated with The Blaze. He claims he's a big-time uh, podcaster and uh, television show host. I'd never heard of him before. But he's on the blaze. But he was having he was having a meltdown over realizing after several years of pushing this uh, narrative of the big steal that he found out that Rudy admitted that he was lying. He saw the court papers, and as I predicted, when that came, that story first broke, it was only an hour after I predicted it that Rudy would come out and deny that he admitted it. But the court papers speak for themselves. Rudy's saying that because it puts Trump in a difficult place for throwing Rudy under the bus because the immediate reaction would be Trump throwing Rudy under the bus, which is a really sticky place to be since Rudy was his number one uh, cheerleader for all 40 years. For 40 years, Rudy has been Trump's number one. So to throw him under the bus makes it a difficult time. But Rudy was still paranoid about that, which is why he came out and said, no, I'm still with Trump all the way. I haven't turned on Trump at all. I'm not admitting anything's a lie. But the court papers, and he's counting on you fucking idiots to not be smart enough or ambitious enough to go read the court papers for yourself. Go do it. I fucking challenge you, you fucking idiots. My God, I'm just so fucking sick of these this Trump cult. But this Tim Deers guy, Tom Steve Deers, whatever his name is, he went. He was having a meltdown, saying, "We have to admit it. We're the mark. We are the mark." I. How much money did you send to save the steel campaign? All that's going for Trump. Personal pockets. He's not. He didn't use it at all for the purposes that you were sending that money. It was all a fucking grift. And they've all been chanting along in, in unison, Hi Hitler, Hi Hitler. All chanting along like a fucking cult. And he's finally admitted it. He's finally said, wow, because the Rudy thing was the thing that broke his back. Wow, we've been lied to. They knew all along this was a lie. And I've been pushing it. And I've been telling you to send your money. And I would send the money. We were the mark. That's what he's saying. We were the mark. MAGA. 
the MAGA people were the mark for the greatest fucking con man in history. Yeah. Oh, by the way, if you haven't, uh, maybe I should put out this uh, little warning note. We're going to get political here this morning. <laughs> no, not talking about politics, talking about law and order, talking about what's real, talking about reality. Not everything's a fucking big conspiracy theory. And you got to come to grips with the fact that you've been lied to sooner or later. You're going to have to acknowledge with the mountain of evidence and uh, listen, your pool boy getting do innocent people. Now, I want to know what, what you've been told about the spin on this because. And I, I've seen some of the stuff where Trump said, out, said uh, we handed over that stuff. I never ordered anybody to destroy the evidence. Bullshit. That's, on t- that's in the evidence that was turned over. It was surveillance tape where the guys are being told, the boss told us to get rid of this evidence. Do innocent people tell their pool boys to destroy surveillance footage? so that the feds won't get it and know what you were really up to. Do innocent people ever do that? No. Come on, be fucking real. Innocent people do not destroy evidence. They want the evidence to be shown because it exonerates them. No. Innocent people do not try to destroy their own and if not for this employee number 4, the IT guy, the head IT guy, who has not been named publicly because he's going to go into witness protection because he's scared for his life now from the fucking mob boss president, ex-president. If not for him doing the right thing, refusing to destroy uh, the evidence, we wouldn't have that. A lot of people did the right thing. Cassidy Hutchinson. Uh, now remember Cassidy Hutchinson was represented by Trump's lawyers. Trump paid for her lawyers and she was not speaking. Finally, she had the sense to dump Trump's lawyer and she got a decent lawyer who said, no, you have to tell the truth. You have to be concerned about yourself. He's not going to be concerned about you. You can't rely on him pardoning you after you do two years in jail. Once he gets reelected again, you can't rely on that. You have to take care of yourself. And she finally did. And she came clean and said, this is what happened. Mark Meadows, Sam. Mark Meadows finally decided Donald Trump wasn't worth risking him going to jail for the rest of his life to save Donald Trump. A lot of people did the right thing. Some of them had to be forced to do the right thing or pressured to do the right thing, but without them doing the right thing, we'd, we'd still be fucking perpetuating this fucking big lie. Yeah, I see you fucking uh, Trumpers giving me the finger out there. I see, I see it. Believe me. And I don't fucking care. You have been responsible for the madness and uh, degradation of the United States of America. If you've supported Trump, if you still support Trump, you are responsible for this. And the sooner you come out of it, the sooner you can start to say, I'm sorry, but I don't want to fucking hear it. You could be mad at me all fucking day long. You could be mad at anybody. Fuck you. You did this. 
you supported this shit stain. I told you, and lots of people told you, it would be the end of the Republican Party and probably uh, damage the United States irrevocably before you even nominated this fucking idiot. And you had a good chance to throw him out of your party, but you were fucking scared. So fuck you, all of you. That's the kind of mood I'm in. Monday, fuck you. Take your Trump and shove him up your ass. That's that's the kind of mood I'm in. But also, I'm in the mood for coffee. Are you in the mood for coffee? I'm in the mood for coffee. Let's get some coffee. I'm going to get some coffee. And then we'll be back and I'll probably wrap this shit up early. Uh, and then go uh, bitch at Roseanne some more. I'll tell you about that when I get back. This episode is brought to you by Koa Coffee. If you are a coffee connoisseur and want to experience the best coffee Hawaii has to offer, no blends, no compromise, try the true taste of aloha. Koa Coffee produces premium Hawaiian coffee, hand-picked, expertly roasted, and delivered from Hawaii to your door with aloha. From award-winning 100% Kona coffee grown on the slopes of the Mauna Loa volcano to the unique mocha beans of Maui, they strive to provide their loyal customers with the best quality and freshness. Since 1997, Koa Coffee has been known far and wide as a product of utmost quality, and their awards prove it. Koa Coffee was featured in Forbes' Top 10 Coffees of the World. This is the coffee Forbes called the best coffee in America. Find out what it's all about. Go to minddogtv.com slash coffee. Yeah, so uh, if you're wondering what got me all wound up on this shit, well, of course, the Alien shit last week was definitely part of it. And listen, you know what? If you're a Trump person and you you just you're gonna why are you even still here? I don't need you as part of the audience. I don't need you following me, listening to me. Yeah, I'm talking to you because you are the fucking people who fucking did this. But you know what? And you keep coming back with more hate mail. But what got me wound up on this stuff is Rogan and Jim Gaffigan. And Rogan uh, insisting to Jim Gaffigan in that uh, interview that the intelligence community was behind it because they, you know, Trump was their enemy right from the fucking start, which that is true. Trump was the enemy of the intelligence community right from the start. If you think we can do without the intelligence community, uh, maybe you you want to see like 9-11 happening every fucking day of the week because i can't tell you how many times the fbi i can't count it how many times the fbi has disrupted fbi intelligence and cia have disrupted terrorist uh plots against the united states from within and from without if you think we can just destroy them you're fucking crazy if that's the kind of world you want to you live in with no fucking intelligent community in the united states you don't you don't know what you're fucking asking for. You're not thinking. And of course you're not thinking. You're a fucking Trump head. Anyway, Rogan uh, is beating up on uh, Gaffigan, who is a nice man. 
generally a nice man and nice men don't like to get confrontational. Rogan was giving him all his Ray Epps stuff. Listen again, to believe this stuff, you have to believe the CIA or FBI or both were smart enough and manipulative enough to put words in everybody's mouth, create and make Donald Trump behave the way he he behaved, make Roger Stone behave the way he behaved, make Ali Alexander behave the way he behaved, Alex Jones behaves the way he behaved. They're all behind those, tricking those people into being um, true evangelists for what they fucking imagine. CIA, FBI tricked them all into doing that. They're smart enough to be able to manipulate people to that extent, but they're point man for the whole operation is Ray Epps. And they, they're stupid enough to get him caught on camera going That's what you have to believe. Two things at once. There's fucking super geniuses who can control the words that come out of your mouth. And they're stupid enough to put Ray Epps in charge. Same thing with the with the psyop on the the UFO old stuff, you know. You have to believe if you're one of these believers in in the aliens coming to Earth. You have to believe they had the technology and advanced uh, thinking to be able to uh, travel light years to come to a planet for what they got all that ability to come here in advanced craft traverse the universe which is a dangerous place in, in itself for light years and figure out time and gravity and all that kind of stuff but they crash or they get shot down by u.s military they're that sophisticated but they can't handle flying in the Earth's atmosphere, or they can't handle not getting shot down by a Uf, uh, by a a, uh, a human, you know, fighter plane. Or what's it going to be? Are they geniuses or are they stupid? You got to pick one and go with it. And if they're stupid, they couldn't get here. And if they're geniuses, they don't crash, and they, at least not that common, or get shot down. What's it going to be? If the intelligence community is smart enough to manipulate everybody's actions, including Proud Boys and and uh, Oath Keepers and, you know, Army of God and everybody in Trump's circle, they're smart enough to manipulate all those fucking people, but stupid enough to get caught by putting Ray, Ep- Ray Epps in charge of everything. Yeah. Ian says... Uh, Alien biologic ain't smart. Well, okay. They're not smart. So how'd they get here? (laughs) How'd they get here? Got to be pretty smart to get here. You can't have it both ways. Sorry, folks. You cannot have it both ways. Anyway, don't have much of a show. Again, no, I'm going to, I'm probably not going to have a show. Uh, at all after tomorrow this week, I'm I'm going to take off. There, my wife has a vacation, has some vacation time, uh, so I'm probably just going to chill for a couple of days while I book or work on actually booking some real comedians for this because it was supposed to be about fun, funny, not me bitching at the Trump idiots. 
just so fucking sick of them. I have uh, Roseanne has got oh, she's a fucking thorn in my side. She's a because she's a fucking fat dopey cunt. I'm sorry. I'm sorry I said dopey. She's a fat cunt. She's a fat dopey cunt. And she keeps on telling people, you have to do your homework, which this fucking woman could not pass a high school GED exam. She's one of the most uninformed idiots, but the loudest mouth on social media. Bill Mitchell, who is DeSantis's campaign manager, challenged Roseanne to a debate, and she said, why would I debate you? You're not even famous. I only debate somebody who's more famous than me. And I came back there and said, um, basically, I challenge you to pass a, a high school GED exam because you're nothing but a loudmouth, you know, obese, um, uninformed idiot. You're nothing. You you want your opinions uh, out there, but you have no opinions of your own. You're just parroting other people's bullshit. And you keep telling people do their homework. You haven't done any. She hasn't done any of it. So I'm, but she does not respond to me. She will respond to just about anybody who gives her shit on Twitter, but not me. Now, do I think uh, she's intimidated by me? Absolutely not. She's just ignoring because I, I hit close to the bone uh, with my. Uh, critiques of her uh, because I, you know, she, she knows on some level that what I'm saying is true. She has not done any of her fucking homework. You can tell this by when she calls Ukraine, the Ukraine and says she's from the Ukraine. Well, anybody from Ukraine would not call it the Ukraine. Remember when she called, when she insisted that she was a product of incest, and then her family said, well, 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 that ain't true. And then oh, she had to admit that she lied. She made the whole thing up for attention. This is every time there's something, Roseanne claims alliance with it. She's from the Ukraine, even though she's against uh, giving aid to Ukraine and she's for Russia. She wants Russia to take back Ukraine. She's from the Ukraine, according to her, the Ukraine. So I have a lot of disdain for Roseanne. I have to either mute her, block her, and not let her trigger me, or just keep at it and see if I can get her to come out of hiding. And wouldn't it be great to have that fat, dopey cunt? Ah, there I go, calling her dopey again. That fat cunt on the program. Um, I, I apologize to anybody who was offended by the language of dopey. She's not a, she's a fat cunt. She's not a fat, dopey cunt. I'm, well, no, she is. I'm, I take that back. I'm not, I don't apologize. She's a fat, dopey cunt. Anyway, uh, so uh, now she's, uh, because Gaffigan was arguing with Rogan, she's saying that Gaffigan was on Epstein Island. This is the fucking fallback. Anybody they don't like, Tom Hanks, without any evidence. You can name anybody that pissed off the Trump cult. And they always end up on Epstein Island, according to these people, without 
any evidence except they, Donald Trump. He never, the guy who was on the plane 26 times with him, the guy who admitted to wanting to fuck 15-year-old, he bought a, a pageant just so he could see 15-year-old girls naked, guy who admitted to wanting to fuck his own daughter, Epstein's buddy, well, they never mentioned him being on Epstein Island. It's always these obscure people that can't prove it about. Uh, oh, Ian's saying uh, how the aliens got here. Dumb luck. They found a wormhole uh, lost in space like E.T. Well, even finding, you know, just having a craft in itself, if you're, uh, you don't have any uh, smarts to you and you can't fly the fucking thing. You still have to be, forget dumb luck. Had they put the craft together, you'd have to, you know. Anyway, uh, all of it comes down to uh, you need both to be super evil genius. I used to say the same shit about George W. Bush. People would say he was an uh, evil, diabolical genius or a complete retard. And I always thought, he was more of a complete retard. Not a retard, but he's a guy. Uh, that's a little extreme. And I know people, I'm saying lots of words here that probably get me in trouble. But good thing nobody's listening. Um, but he's an idiot. A guy, you know, definitely a low C, maybe D student uh, his whole life. Not an evil genius. Uh, and... But they always wanted to paint him as both at the same time. It's the same thing with all of the intelligence community stuff uh, and, and all that kind of stuff. So I'm just looking at uh, Twitter because it's still on fire. Now, um, in case you don't know, Phony Willis has um, wrapped up the case in Georgia. And there will be more indictments coming toward uh, – now these are state indictments, not federal indictments – uh, towards Trump probably this week, uh, almost certainly within the next week and a half, as she has already kind of uh, signaled that um, by having, you know, asking the judges to set aside their calendars for the first week of August. Well, first week of August starts tomorrow, folks. This is it. This is when these indictments are going to start to fall. Also, probably this week, the same week, if not next week, we'll start to see uh, the January sixth indictments being handed down, and it could get it could get a little dicey. It could get a little dicey um, because there's a lot of pressure on Jack Smith to ask to have uh, Trump remanded without bail, and I could see I could definitely see. Uh, why that is. He's just out of control. He's threatening witnesses. He's, thre he's tampering with uh, prospective jurors. He's doing everything that they use to hold people like John Gotti remanded because John Gotti was a, a, a notorious witness tamperer. They remanded him without bail. Uh, and Trump is doing the same behavior. So I could see why there is tremendous pressure doing that. The cult will act out. Make no doubt about it. There will be violent protests. There will be violence. Not necessarily a civil war, but there will be acts of violence in the name of Trump.
We saw it even after he was elected. There were uh, the first election when he actually won the election. He lost the popular vote, but was elected due to the electoral college that he wanted to get rid of before the election. Uh, we saw people, you know, acting out and doing violence up that van guy, the bomber in, in South Florida. Uh, w- was right after Trump got elected. All right, let's get off of politics and talk about something a little more cheery, shall we? And then I will say goodbye for today. Leprosy. That's a cheery subject, isn't it? There is a leprosy outbreak in South Florida. Yes, and I'm not making this up. Leprosy. You know, the biblical kind of disease where your fucking dick falls off and your hands fall off or your lips fall off. Leprosy. The kind of stuff they put people in colonies for so they don't spread it. You think the lockdown was bad from coronavirus. Imagine what we will do to keep leprosy from spreading. Now, leprosy is a very contagious disease, uh, and uh, it's not eradicated. And putting people in leper colonies probably isn't going to fly in 2023 although it's probably the only way to kind of isolate the disease but there is a leprosy outbreak in south florida and how quickly will that make its way to north florida and before i was one of the first people and i'm you know it's not about me but i remember in 2019 when the stuff in Wuhan started breaking out about this uh, disease, very contagious disease that they were trying to control, saying, you know what, how long is it going to be before it gets here? And people were laughing it off, like, ah, it's not, it's just another phony red flag, you know, just like uh, swine flu and bird flu, it's going to be nothing. You know, swine flu was pretty fucking big. I think 60,000 people died from in America, which is pretty fucking big. Not like the million people who died from coronavirus. Um, but they were saying it was never going to get here. And it w- within two months, it was here. And then I remember people starting to say, well, this shit's starting to get serious. Yeah, I, I, could, I, I asked you about that two months ago, and you laughed it off. It's starting to get serious now. Leprosy breaking out in South Florida is not something we should be kind of ignoring and saying, ah, no, it's going to get serious. It's going to spread. Now, they are claiming or there's a suspicion that it comes from armadillos. Why I say that is because they're saying, if you see an armadillo, don't go near it. You don't have to tell me if I see an armadillo, I don't go near it. Armadillos are like rats wearing armor. That's what they are. They're fucking sewer rats in armor. I ain't going near one. And if you did... If you tried to fuck an armadillo and got leprosy in your dick and then passing it around South Florida, now you deserve uh, the death penalty. <laughs> what are you doing fucking armadillos? What are you doing fucking with armadillo? Talk or touching an armadillo, going near an armadillo. Are you out of your fucking mind? Take a look at them. They do look like sewer rats wearing armor. That might not. Now, they do pass it to humans. They're not certain that it's armadillo-related, but, you know, where else would it come from? Leprosy in 2023. Uh, So that's something to be looking out for, you know? Anyway, 
I don't really have a whole lot going on here today, obviously. So I'm going to wrap it up. It's uh, been fun yelling at the Trump people. Hopefully, I lost all my Trump listeners uh, or viewers on all platforms. I really don't want them here. I really don't want, and I know, you know, you can't afford to, well, fuck you. I can afford anything I want to fucking afford uh, as far as losing listeners, uh, you know, or losing viewers. I don't fucking give a fuck about numbers. I want people who have some fucking sanity and some people who have some rationality and not just uh, cult leaders. Should fucking take that video and put uh, Jim Jones's voice behind it because that's what it is. They're all fucking cult leaders, cult cult members, cult followers, and it's time to come out of it. It's time to come back, and then once you do, you really gotta fucking humble yourself and ask for forgiveness for being the problem in America for the last seven years. I believe in forgiveness, but you got to repent before you can be forgiven on in all situations in life. Shame on you. Shame on you fucking assholes who did not know that John Barron was a con man. I've had it. Had enough. Anyway, you should join me tomorrow for the uh, argument <laughs> interview with the Border Patrol agent, J.J. Carroll. Uh, and G.D. Fenderson should be a really uh, fun in, uh, interview. He'll it, be first up, the 915 interview. And uh, we'll talk about forensic humorist and what that means. He's going to interview me for his show, um, uh, probably airing around the end of the month. By the way. Friday night I was on Don Sill's show. I don't, I haven't gotten any feedback from that, which either that means a lot of people weren't watching or I, or people didn't hate me because generally if they hate me, they write to me. Uh, but I didn't get any hate mail from that. I don't think that's necessarily a good thing. That means I didn't cause any reaction to people or nobody was watching. Could be one of them. Uh, but look for that on Gov's radio. It's probably still up there. Uh, Don Sills, Donversations with Don Sills, if you're interested in that uh, conversation. Uh, and then tomorrow I'm going to talk mostly about Border Patrol uh, after the, uh, maybe we'll lighten it up a little bit early in the morning, and then we'll talk to a Border Patrol agent who's going to tell me uh, where the United States immigration policy went wrong. I don't want to um, give an advance, but you probably know some of where uh, I would go with this stuff. I'm probably going to play the Broken Borders uh, video tomorrow because almost always you hear about, like, Trump was the first one to bring up our immigration in crisis, not a crisis, our immigration problems at the border, southern border in particular. We also have problems at the northern border. Nobody wants to talk about that because they have fucking white people. Fucking Canadians. Oh, nobody nobody wants to talk about the Canadians who come here and take, you know, white-collar jobs 
and avoid paying taxes. Nobody likes to talk about that. That's a border crisis of itself. But no, that's, that's fine. They're white. Fucking let the white people fucking abuse, uh, abuse us and, and rip us off. That's not important. What we really want to stop is these people from picking lettuce and supplying us with food uh, for $2 an hour, working 18 hours a day, doing the jobs that you wouldn't do. Those are the people we really need to concentrate on. Anyway, uh, they, they try to say that this stuff is something new. Where The video I did on uh, called Open Bo- uh, Broken Borders was done in uh, 2002. The song was written in 1997. So obviously either I'm a fucking uh, prognosticator and uh, a genius, psychic, who could see the world's problems coming uh, way in advance, or uh, more likely the case, I just watched the news in the 90s and know that it wasn't a new issue. It was very prevalent uh, in political discussions. But you people wouldn't know that. You wouldn't know that because you just got on board in 2015 when the fucking con man decided to come down a fucking escalator and pay people to cheer him on so you could fucking join his cult. You get the feeling that I don't really uh, appreciate Trump people being around. You're getting that feeling? Good for you. You're not as dumb as I thought you were. Um... (laughs) Yeah, here's a good idea. Start a podcast and abuse your audience. I've had a tough weekend. I'm tired. I didn't sleep well. And I'm sick of the fucking Trump people. And I'm going to dance when the indictments start coming down this week. I'm going to dance. And I'm not a dancer. Anyway, join me tomorrow. We'll talk about immigration reform. And you'll hear you'll hear possible solutions either from him or from me, but we'll offer real ideas about um, how to fix the problem. The problem. Anyway, I'll see you then. Don't forget to turn on your radio. I'm out of here. Write me a hate mail. Tell me to fuck off. Tell me how much you love Trump. Whatever. See ya.
listen to me now. Listen to me, listen to me, listen to me now. Listen to me, listen to me, listen to me now. Listen to me, listen to me, listen to me now.